Good morning. Welcome to It's a Religion, where we seek to uh, talk about faith, life, hope, joy, peace, prosperity. No, not prosperity. That's somebody else's gospel. Um, there will be prosperity, but it won't be until he comes back or until you go there. One of the two. If you put your trust and faith in the one true king, the Lord Jesus Christ, which is who we put our trust in here at It's a Religion. This is Ehud, son of Dennis. Uh, you can reach us at Ehud at itsareligion.org, Ehud at itsareligion.org. We come to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. Uh, for those who are in power, you get liberty, you get justice, you get a shot in the arm, at least the current folks that are in power. For those of us who are not in power, we get chastised, we get uh, marginalized, we get thrown to the side. We are called the dregs of society. If you even think about putting your trust and hope and faith in President Trump, which we shouldn't do anyway because he's just a man, a sinful man at that, um, you will be basically chased down, persecuted, uh, pretty much you know, thrown thrown out with the trash, uh, held in jail without bail, without bond, without a trial date in some cases, without due process of the law. And uh, I just, I wonder about some of these things, if somewhere, sometime, this is all going to come back and implode on Biden and the boys and girls that are running this sham on everybody, that are running this sham on society, this awful way in which they project things where they'll say something like that Trump, he's an authoritarian. And that's exactly what they're acting like. The squad came out the other day and said that they should go, you know, Biden should go ahead and do this $1.85 trillion bill without Congress. Last I checked, that is about as unconstitutional as you can get. But you see where the left is. They don't care about a piece of paper. They don't care about a document. They don't care about uh, what's going on truly in our society. They want control. They know what's better for you. They know what's better for all of us. And they are going to tell you all about it. So, you know, they don't want the Bible either. They don't want to hear what God's word has to say about anything. And that's you know, where we come back to and where we encourage people to go back to is look at God's word. Look at what it says. That is the one place where you can find the truth. The It says in the Bible, wisdom starts with the fear of God. The fear of God starts with understanding what his word says to us. You know, you wouldn't try and operate something that you didn't know how to operate without probably first reading the manual. Well, we have this thing called life. And there is a life manual which we are giving given a uh, given to us by our Creator, and it's something you would think we would want to reference before uh, deciding how we want to live this life out. Think about that. Think about what that means to you personally. Think about what that means to us as a society. If people truly followed the edicts of their Creator, the one who made them. Oh, wait, you stop. You have to first believe that he is and that he did create you and that you are a created being, not a 
random act of chance, which is what a big portion of our society believes. Some even claiming to believe in Christ and yet still believe that somehow we were an accident, even though we just read last night that, that Christ referenced creation himself. And yet these guys will, oh, you know, Moses didn't know what he was talking about, so on and so forth. So anyway, we like to start with scripture on this show. And the first, uh, this morning there was some good stuff. I, I was in, we have a a, a daily thing called the days of praise that comes through the institute for creation research and it was talking about morning prayer and towards the end it says this but when he has given all priority in our lives and when we love and study and obey his word that is god the king of the universe uh, the lord jesus christ and his father god and we sincerely call on him for daily guidance in his will. He will surely answer in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 6. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And uh, it goes on to talk about that from there. But that's the starting point. If we start with God, with faith, with what is true and right, because we acknowledge that we were created uh, in him and through him and by him and for him, then we're going to have the right perspective on things. We're going to have the right perspective on life. That doesn't mean we're always going to act it out properly. It doesn't mean we're always going to follow him properly because we have sinful flesh that we have to fight against too. And that wants to follow our enemy, Satan, the devil. Yes, I believe he's a real being. And the Bible is very clear about that. It says he walks around trying to lie, cheat, and steal and see who he can devour. And he's devouring a big chunk of our society right now. People walking around in fear, people walking around, uh, you know, we were watching a movie last night about 1939 and the Nazi occupation in the Netherlands. And, you know, what they used to do to, they put a star on Jews and what do you see in our newspapers today and in our media, but they want to put a star a Jewish star on the unvaccinated, which I am one. I'll freely admit that. And I had COVID, got through it just fine. I uh, took some ivermectin and some a mix of other things. And uh, once I started on the proper regimen, I, you know, it was a couple of days, I felt fine. And it was no big deal. Didn't have to take a shot. Didn't, you know, now I have antibodies. I'm sure I'm, I'm fine and I'm not going to harm anybody in society. And that, that is an amazing thing in and of itself that they won't acknowledge that, that people who had this thing uh, should not have to get the, the vax. But that's not what it's about. We all know that at this point. It's about control to see who can, can have the upper hand. And one side wants to turn us into subjects of the government. The other side wants to continue to uh, let us be a free society. And with freedom comes resp both responsibility towards our other fellow human beings, but also uh, it comes with chance, with risk. And anybody that, that looks at me and says, oh, you're, you know, you need to get the vax or you should be able to leave your house. And I just want to look at them and go, okay, wait a minute. How many people died from car accidents last year? So that means I shouldn't drive a car? It, you know, think about it. It just when you really ask the right questions, 
of people. The feel-goodness of liberalism, because that's really what it is. Liberals make no logical sense. Liberals do not follow logic. They don't follow truth and actual results. They're about making themselves feel good and feel better. And when we, that's one thing that always drives me nuts when I hear people say, follow your heart. No, your heart can lead you astray. You know, the Bible in, in one place at least says that hearts wickedly are evil and who can know it? It's it's not a, necessarily a good thing. Now, that doesn't mean it's always that way. But we have to be very careful about our emotions. You know, I'm finding something within my own work uh, right now that is... Um, emotional in at its center i feel like i'm not being given the proper credit for certain things and and uh other people are being given the opportunity to lead uh in certain areas where uh, i feel like i would maybe be a better choice to do that and yet i find myself continually coming back to this thing you know christ didn't seek leadership in the physical realm christ didn't want to become a Pharisee. He didn't want to become the head rabbi or the chief priest, even though he is, right? He did what was necessary, what his father uh, taught him to do. So here's another encouraging scripture. This is pretty cool. Uh, At the end of Zechariah chapter 9, And the Lord their God shall save them in that day as the flock of his people, for they shall be as the stones of the crown or of a crown, lifted up as an ensign upon his land. For how great is his goodness, and how great is his beauty. Corn shall make the young men cheerful, and new wine the maids. That's pretty funny. But God is encouraging. You know, when you put your faith and trust in him, and uh, you have hold on eternity now, because think about it, for as much tumult as we see in our society today, how long is it going to last? I don't know. I'm 54. So my dad died when he was 72. His dad died when he was 72. So my chances are, you know, I might live longer than that. I'm trying to live a healthier lifestyle than either of those two did. But the the fact remains, whether it's 80 or 90 or even 100, that's 46 more years. And then how long are you gone for? Again, do, do, do. It's not a hard answer. Forever. You will not have a physical presence on this planet as you have right now once you are gone. And what's going to be more important in the end? Either there is an afterlife or there isn't. If there is, then you better figure out what that means to you. And there's a very clear picture of what that means in the Bible. Not so clear in everything else. Not so clear in evolution, the religion of evolution. Not so clear in Mohammedism. They can't tell if it's going to be good or not. Even Catholicism within Christianity is not real clear. Oh, and did I have more good works than bad? Never really understood that one. You know, the Bible's pretty clear that it's faith in Christ and what he did for you that is going to tell the tale. That's going to be the difference. So let's read about that a little bit. Mark chapter 11 is what we were in today. And, uh, and when they came nigh to Jerusalem and to Bethpage and Bethany the Mount of Olives, he sent two 
of his disciples forth, and he said to them, Go your way into the village opposite you, and as soon as all of you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied whereupon a man never sat. Loose him and bring him. And if any of you, if any man say unto you, Why do all of you this? Say unto, or say all of you that the Lord has need of him, and immediately he will send him here. And they went their way, found the colt tied by the door without a, in a place where two ways met, and they loose him. And certain of them that stood there said to them, What do all of you? Loosing the colt. And they said unto them, Even as Jesus had commanded, they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and cast their garments on him. And he sat on him. So Jesus is mounted up on the colt. And they that were or that went before and they that followed cried saying hosanna blessed is he that comes in the name of the lord blessed be the kingdom of our father david that comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest and jesus entered in jerusalem and into the temple and when he looked around about upon all things and now the evening was come, he went out unto bethany with the twelve and on the next day when they came uh he was hungry and then they it goes through this thing on a fig tree but think about that. He's coming into Jerusalem and people are praising him, shouting shouts of joy. In one, in one other book of the Bible, it says the rocks would even cry out if, uh, if the people didn't. But uh, he came in as a glorious, triumphant king in that sense. And yet a week later, they're hanging him on a cross. So think about that in terms of how people react to situations and how people are enticed into doing things that they shouldn't do, how people follow uh, evil things, evil ways with misinformation, through misinformation, through uh, encouragement from people who are supposed to be leading in truth and righteousness, but in fact are leading in their own ways and in their own desires. Which, if you look at our government nowadays, that's pretty much what it's built upon. These people run for office, and then most of them forget about what they promised when they ran. And that was one thing that was fairly unique about Trump. He was actually trying to fulfill what he actually promised people when he was on the campaign trail, which politicians don't really like. But you look at the spending that these yahoos approve, and you know even the good ones. How do you vote for things that are just running us into the ground financially as a country. Why do you vote for giving away money to other countries that we don't have, that we have to borrow? Think about that. That's like, you know, I live in a neighborhood right now, and if I look around at the 20 houses around me, and I go, uh, let's see here, I'm going to go to the bank and sign a note for a hundred thousand dollars and then i'm going to go give five thousand dollars to every house within a block of me does that make any sense whatsoever just because i want all these people to like me i want want to be able to get along with them i don't know that they're sitting there expecting a five thousand dollar handout from me i don't know that they you know at, at this point they probably might be because if I've done that every year for the last 20 years they probably get kind of used to having that money coming in but it's it's ludicrous it really is the point at which we've gotten to and the problem is they have too much money to spend 
because they've gotten directly in the pockets of uh, the people of this country. And I think that's the only way you're ever really going to change things is if you change the tax code. But the problem is there's so many people that are tied into the government system now that are making money from the government. I don't know how you ever uh, get people off that pig, right? If they're suckling pigs and living off the, the government um, dole, uh, it's going to be a, uh, a bad, bad situation all around for a long time. And I don't know how you get out of it at this point, unless you have a complete changeover in how we, how we do government. You got to get rid of the K street folks, the folks that, uh, are trying to circumvent the will of the people by, uh, pushing the, for the will of corporations, pushing for the will of uh, interest groups, and the politicians just get get so caught up in that that system. I mean, I see it in Mitch McConnell is probably a great example of that. You know, that guy used to be a stalwart conservative, and he's worthless at this point. He's just a product of the system. And I imagine, you know, that's one thing. I've had the debate with one of the guys at our church about term limits, and while he says, you know, yeah, there's there's you got to vote people out and da 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 da. da. And it's, in reality, it just doesn't happen. And so the same people stay there. And the more they go back to Washington, you have to think that they're going to continually be bombarded with all this stuff. And then you got the media, especially on the conservative side, continually bombarding you with negative press and trying to make you look bad and trying to take even the smallest thing and blow it up. Yeah, it really is. That's probably the, the biggest thing in our society today is the, the media misinformation, the framing of things, the creating narratives and things for, so, because we live in a soundbite society at this point, we don't read the entire story. <clears throat> we usually look at the headline and maybe read the first paragraph and get the gist of things. And it's, it's sad because most times when you do that, including myself, uh, you miss the facts that are in place. So, um, so we are, uh, a few days before Christmas and hang on a minute. Let's, let's finish one more piece of scripture here. And when all of you stand, this is verse 25, Mark chapter 11. And when all of you stand praying, forgive. If all of you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive your, you your trespasses. But if all of you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. And uh, that's a huge thing. You know, when you look at our society, there's very little forgiveness uh, in our society right now. Would, I, I would think most people would agree with that statement. We're very easy to take offense. We're very, uh, it's very easy to get fired up about stuff. Oh, they're being ridiculous or, uh, you know, I do it all the time with the leftist folks that uh, I don't agree with. So why would anybody else be any different? You know, you see the people on the left get so upset about things. You know, I think they're more emotional than people on the right are. But 
But I'll tell you what, man, the right people on the right are getting more and more emotional about stuff all the time because we're sick and tired of being marginalized by the media and sick and tired of being told what to do, sick and tired of being told that uh, that we're somehow evil for loving this country and loving what it stands for. It's the freedom is not free as we know, but freedom is and free enterprise is the most blessed system on the planet. It's, you know, yeah. Does it produce people with greed? Does it produce uh, some evils? Sure. It's like any system. What system does not, you know, socialism for all it's uh, draw, if you will, of the equality it's going to produce in society only creates more misery. It creates equality maybe, but at the lowest common denominator, it's just like public schools. You can't teach kids to the highest expectation when you've got a room full of 20 kids that you got to teach. You got to teach to the lowest common denominator. And, uh, you know, and then God forbid that, that some kid is, has got more talent in a certain area than others and stands out. So anyway, I got to get to get to wrapping up here. Is there anything in the news worth even talking about? Uh, you know, it's just COVID, COVID, COVID all the time. That's all these government officials have. And they want to try and keep us all in our homes and locked down forever so they can take care of all of us. Isn't that nice? So, but if... Uh, if you really sit and think and look at what's going on, it's not a battle between two political ideals. It's a battle between two worldviews. Jesus Christ is Lord, period, exclamation point, end of story, or fill in the blank. That's our premise here at It's a Religion. I would debate that with anybody on the planet, that that is exactly what's going on here. You know, the tenets of evolution are religious in nature. They're not scientific. Uh, they don't have a scientific leg to stand on. And it's a joke. But yet, it's permeated. You know, Satan's used that tool and permeated our society to a point where you, you say the word God in a public classroom and people are going to throw you in jail. That's ridiculous. So, with that... I'm going to call it a show and uh, thank you for stopping by. I hope you are enjoying the Christmas season so far and uh, because it's all about our Savior, the one who came to save us. And that's exactly what the angels proclaimed when he was born. Was that peace on earth and goodwill toward men. God with us. God sent his son to be with us, to teach us and to die for us to rise again and to be our mediator in heaven. So take that with you today and uh, be joyful. Have a great day. Thanks for stopping by. Mother, mother, everybody's starving. Mother, mother, let's eat. Hold your horses, got a million courses, and I'm fixing a treat. Jeremiah, go and help your mother. Jane and Jonah, you too. Hezekiah, go and get your brother, then fetch Amy and Sue. Mother, mother, everybody's happy, got a reason to smile. Cause you know that I'm about to serve a Christmas dinner, country style. Christmas.